What is up everyone? Today is the holiday of love and hearts. Wherever you're joining in from, and whatever day you're choosing to listen to this, I am sending you hugs, positivity, good health, love, and light, especially those patients and caregivers out there who are in the thick of the encephalitis journey right now. And if you're new to tuning in, this is day 14 of my daily podcast series leading up to February 22nd, World Encephalitis Day. I think on more than one occasion in both this podcast series and also on my blog, I've complained quite a bit about a certain type of doctor, a certain medical specialty. Uh, let's just say it. Um, I've dealt with over 10 neurologists and the majority of those experiences have left me far less than inspired <laughs> and far less willing to keep advocating for myself to eventually find the treatments that I needed. But given the occasion, I wanted to go in the other direction. I wanted to highlight a handful of individuals that have actually really, really made a difference for me in this whole medical journey. Okay, I'm going to sound like I'm waffling here. Not all neurologists deserve a bad rap. I'm currently being treated by a couple that are really, really awesome. So my local doctor, who I had to find last year in 2020 during my relapse, he was the first doctor I ever met who was like, yeah, I treat encephalitis, and yeah, I've read over your medical records, and yeah, let's get you back onto that treatment. You are, you are probably due for more rituximab at this point, and let's get this ball rolling. And it was just such a relief to have that experience in the wake of all my other experiences where you meet a dude doctor, and it's like, you go there feeling like you have to stand on trial because you know that... You're going to have to explain your whole history, undergo extreme scrutiny, and just have to, like, justify your existence. It felt like finding a rare drop of water in a vast, vast desert that you've been wandering around in for, like, five years. <laughs> in reference to how long I've been dealing with encephalitis, and how long I've been grappling with the medical system. Or I should say, it had been six years by the time that I met this doctor. Now, depending on your background, this might sound a bit over the top to you to like be raving about a doctor who just kind of does their job and moves in a straightforward manner to get their patient back to good health. But if you've been kicking around the encephalitis world for a while, you'll probably know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Having a good doctor who understands encephalitis is not something to be taken for granted. I do have to say, though, that I kind of topped out at his level of expertise. Um, this neurologist actually specializes more in cancer patients, and so once I kind of exhausted the conventional options at this point and I was still experiencing symptoms, I wanted to get another opinion. And he was perfectly fine with that and also welcomed the opportunity to learn from other doctors. Which again contrasts from my previous experiences where doctors tend to get territorial and they don't like the fact that you might seek out someone else's judgment over theirs. I love that this local neurologist has no ego, readily admits to the limits of his knowledge, and can admit to me, his patient, that there is a difference between someone who specializes specifically in autoimmune encephalitis versus a neurologist that knows basic encephalitis protocols and sees some encephalitis patients, but by no means specializes specifically in this unique patient population. So that brings me to the second neurologist that's currently in my picture. 
She's been around for about three months, I think, and she's not local to me, but boy, is she ever worth traversing the distance. She is what I would hope every autoimmune encephalitis patient could have. She listens to her patients. She believes what they're experiencing. Doesn't imply you just have too much stress in your life and confidently uses the latest research knowledge that is available. And she's just humble about it too. Like my last day of my hospital stay, I was just trying to express so much appreciation of like, oh, I've been searching high and low for the expertise that you have and you've turned my life around here. And I got the impression it's like, oh, this is just any other day to her and her general attitude is just like, well, it's my job to work with you to get you better. What did you think was gonna happen here, doofus? Anyway, switching gears here. I love nurses and have so much respect for them. Most of the ones I've had, they genuinely care about you and do whatever they can to make you more comfortable in what is often a very uncomfortable situation. Patients in general, we can be pretty demanding. We, we don't arrive to them at our best, and yet they provide us so much support. If you find a really good one as well, sometimes you can pick their brain and find out things that you just might not get a chance to discuss with doctors who may be more time limited. Like I was able to gain a sense of what kind of patterns that they're noticing from the encephalitis patients that go through their unit, so that was cool and eye-opening. I have a special place in my heart for a certain plasmapheresis nurse who, I guess, took pity on me with being stuck in the hospital for a couple weeks and brought me some really nice food from the outside. <laughs> yeah, hospital food ain't the greatest and so it was so heartwarming when she did that for me. In addition, I think I've mentioned previously, there are some nurses who are like so attuned to making your bedding really nice. <laughs> Like if you go for a shower or something, they'll come in and change your linens and like line everything up all nicely or like I had one one evening where, where it was later in the night and I was kind of cold and then she uh, took all the like four layers of blankets off of me which, which had become all kind of tossed around and messy and just like nicely bundled me up in, underneath all of them and <laughs> it was just such a nice feeling and to know that these people, it's like they don't have to go that extra mile but they do, they care about you, and they want to help you along in the whole healing process. It's just a certain type of kindness that can sometimes feel kind of rare outside of a hospital setting. So yeah, nurses, they're awesome. I'm sure there's a lot of other really great, awesome healthcare professionals that I'm forgetting about that once I press publish here, I'll be like, shoot, I should have mentioned them. But blame it on the poor memory and <laughs> encephalitis brain. <laughs> anyway, I will wrap things up here and see you again here tomorrow.